Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans, Here we- get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Ooh, welcome to Game Pass News, recorded live Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. I'm Nick Tendo, one half of the awesome GPN crew, Mr. Sean Abbott, the Biscuit Lord from across the pond, is the other half. And this week we chat about Xbox putting a ring on it with Nintendo and NVIDIA, that two-timer, I tell ya. More countries get friends and family plan, but it ain't ours. And Sean plays Atomic Heart. Did it break his heart? Or steal it. You better sit down, buckle up, because Game Pass News is one crazy ride. (laughs) Mr. Sean Abbott, there's some saucy music for you. Do you have... I know, it's like getting so dancey-dancey and everything. I know. Um... I want to say Plague Tale. No. <gasps> you could see where I was going with it. Um, what country does it sound like it's from? It sounds like it's Spanish or Mexican. Yeah. Forza Horizon 5, is it? <laughs> yeah, you are totally right. It's yeah. Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> And we've got some big news about that, so that's cool. We've got some good news we coming do. up. I see. I try to. I try to tie them in. I really do. I try yes. to tie them. In. So, doesn't always work. Sometimes I'm like, just give me any stupid theme song. But uh, no, no, <laughs> not today. Not today. Oh, how you been, man? You know, it's funny. We 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 uh, before. Sorry, I didn't. I asked you that, and then I went. It, we podcasted late, so it doesn't feel like it's been that long since uh, since I since we last uh, chatted, but. How how is how is life? No, how has life been for the? I think it's like four days since we last spoke. Something like that. (laughs) Well, not last spoke, but last. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's been been busy. Got a couple of things we had going on. So, um, tried to go to the cinema today. If anybody in the Discord will have seen, um, tried to go and see the new Ant Man film. That completely was a bust. Um, sat for all sat for all the adverts, all the you know trailers and stuff like that and just as the film begins um like not even like the title screen popped up literally as the the, the screen went blank for it to start showing everything uh Lindsay got a phone call from logan school to say we had to go pick him up because he wasn't very well so like walked out this and i think i watched maybe three minutes of the film and i was like so i so i know how the film starts mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah but we, we bailed we came home um Lindsay had a physio appointment so we've had to reschedule that as well. So that was today's events. Um, but yeah, other than that, we've it's been mostly just appointments. Mm-hmm. So like I've had, I've had a doctor's appointment. Lizzie's had her stitches out from a surgery, so she had an appointment for that. So everything's kind of been based around going to a hospital in a city and then try and make a day of it. So yeah, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Doctor's appointments. One How about you? Uh, you've, you've, you've had ice, ice yeah, storms. This whole week has sucked. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was supposed to be great. <laughs> Becca had uh, Becca had uh, a winter break, and the kids didn't. Their winter break was last week. Normally, they sync up. So I was like, sweet. You got winter break. I can take the mornings off. We can watch some of The Last of Us, catch up on that. It'll be great. It'll be fantastic. This will be fun. 
Well, Monday, Ariel's kind of got the sniffles, and I'm like, well, we're just going to shove you full of allergy medicine and get you to school, because I'm pretty sure that's on this. Well, I get a call from my mom right after we get her to the school, and she's like, I have COVID. And I'm like, shit, okay, crap. All right, so I'm like, I run back to the school, pick her up, give her a test. She doesn't have it. Then I get a call from my mom again, and she's like, well, your grandmother, my mom, your grandmother all, all has COVID too, and so does your aunt. And I'm like, oh, great. Well, now she's, now she definitely has to have COVID. So day goes by, and then I get called in to go to my grandmother's house because she's not doing very well. Um, she's 89 years old and has asthma, which, by the way, now she's doing great. This, I mean, this may be controversial, but y'all, I'm just going to say it out loud. Shout out to a vaccine because an 89-year-old who suffers from a good bit of asthma, enough that she's on a long-term inhaler, just made it through COVID. Like, that feels like unheard of when we were in the depths of this thing back in the day. So I don't know if that's controversial, but that's that's just where I'm at. Um, uh, so everybody is doing good with COVID in the end, but... Um, but yeah, it was the whole week got flipped upside down. And then, yeah, we had an ice storm. So then the kids were off from school. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I swear. And that that pretty much brings us to Thursday. And uh, now I have something so far not COVID. Hopefully it ends up not just being just being allergies like Ariel because Ariel's was just allergies. She never never tested positive. Um, so hopefully it's either allergies or some other just random cold thing that I have. But we'll see. So, yeah. So I get to listen to you talk about xbox that i have not played since we last podcast i'll just be real honest life has happened and i've been everywhere but in front of a tv playing xbox so that was a fact yeah well i, I won't have i don't have a great deal to say for what i've been playing i will jump into what my thoughts on atomic heart so far um so yeah <laughs> sounds good yeah. I can appreciate that. All right, well let's uh, let's jump into some events. What's what's going on with the achievement hunters, sir? So I I reached out. I asked a few people, "Are you in? Are you not in?" Um, I got the, the consensus I got back was I, we we've got seven people in there so far. Nice. We've got the regulars of um, you know Google Kings in there, Ninja Lunks boxes hanging around, but we've got some newbies. We've got Bruce and Frosticles, who are our new Xbox family members. Yeah. We're in there, and we've also got two free new people from well, sorry, two new people from Twitter, and one person who just added me randomly on the on the console. So I've accounted for them. So we've got Ninja Lunchbox, who's currently in the lead, at four thousand and thirty game score. We've got Neon Synthesis, who was the guy that added me via Xbox uh, at three six six five. Uh, we've got the Google King at 1,120. Mr. Bruce Togobap, who is hammering the EA games at the moment because he just got a decent offer on that at 265. And then Frosticles, who I know is hard into Hogwarts Legacy at the moment at 130. So if you do end up listening to this, uh, Scott, who was Carnage, the winner from last time, the only reason why I've not accounted for you scores-wise is because, A, you're absolutely killing it again. Um, and you had have already capped out. Um, but also, you can't, unfortunately, win it a couple of times in a row. You've got to kind of give, give grace to people who haven't won it yet. So uh, for February and March, you can't be accounted for. But in March, April's, uh, you will start being added back in again if you are still participating. Yep. Um, yeah, sorry. I had, I had, a, I had a go. My daughter was, was singing songs in the 
in the in, in the next door room. So uh, <laughs> she was dancing around. So sorry, sorry, I had to I had to jump away for a second. Uh, um, um, that's awesome though. Seven people. I'm 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 pumped for that. Um, yeah. Uh, did you where? Wh- I I heard 125. Sorry, I left. Um, what what do I, am I? Did you say me? Was I on there? Uh, you, I didn't account for us because obviously we can't win it, but I think you're beating me this time around. Let me just do, do, do. It's all thanks to Hogwarts. It's all I've played. Um, oh, 170. You're at 170, mm. and I'm at 295. So no, I'm beating oh, I think mine's me. a little bit of Atomic Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And GoldenEye, because I've been taking part in the old monthly mayhem for GoldenEye, and I've been getting some achievements for stuff. Yeah. I saw Drew yeah. call us out. I need to. I'll I'll do a run or two. I'm not gonna spend. I don't. I don't have enough time to really sink in and try to do like an awesome score. But I'll do a run or two and see what I can get. I'm sure it'll be horrible compared to everybody else. But, um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, thank you for everybody that's participating in that. It's uh, man, I I've loved the new way we're doing it. I think it's great. I I think people like it a little better. Yeah, it, it gives them it, freedom. Yeah. Yeah, it opens it right up. So, uh, like, you know, like Bruce and and Frosticles who are new to the to the games and stuff, you know, they they can get involved. Anybody that just might is a casual gamer who maybe just unlocks three or four achievements. You know, everybody's still got the chance. It's all done at random. So, you know, come and join in. Let us know that you want to get involved. It's you know, your chance to win three months of free Game Pass. So yeah, man. equates to about what twenty five dollars? Is it somewhere around that? Yeah, if you're in America, it's it's fifteen bucks a month, so forty five bucks. So, but yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. So it's uh it's pretty cool. Um, our other thing we got going on. Um, I only bring this up on the months where I'm ahead, Sean. So that's the only time I bring it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've kind of noticed that there's a there's a pattern emerging here. <laughs> uh, we are. I mean, I thought I was gonna get owned on Atomic Heart. I really did. Uh, Fantasy Critic. Um. For Game Pass news between Sean and I, uh, his second game dropped, so we both have two games out. Um, but one of the games that I have out was one that he he uh, counterpicked for me, which means they're negative points for him. So I have 24 points all together. I'm not sure why I don't have 25, because I got 14 for Hogwarts and 11 for Like a Dragon. Um but for some reason it says I have 24, so not real sure. Whatever. Um, and then Sean got 19 points for Dead Space Remake. That's the he has the highest game at the moment, and four points for Atomic Heart. Which actually that's not too bad because it looked like you might lose points on that in the beginning. I think it started out at like a 68, yeah. um, and then it creeped up to 74. Um, but he gets negative 14 for his counter pick, which puts him at nine and me at 24. And Sean. Oh, no, I have the next game. Wulong Fallen Dynasty coming out uh, next week. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, I have uh, I have picked that. And then and then it's Sean for, like, the rest of March and April almost with Resident Evil 4 Remake, Minecraft Legends, and Dead Island 2. That's a pretty good, like, bench to have coming up. So, I yeah, I've, I've got some decent I've got some decent points coming with, I believe, at least the remake because that's trending mm-hmm. at the moment on Twitter like crazy. And Minecraft Legends. So. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll get. Yeah. Uh, I think you'll get some I'm, good points out of this. I'm very hopeful. Mm-hmm. I can't see me winning because everything after that, I am not fantastically optimistic about. But hey, you never know. We have that. We you have Star Lord or Star Lord. 
<laughs> I had Starfield and Biscuit Lord. I just looked at Biscuit Lord. You have Star Lord. That's a new game that Bethesda's making right after Starfield. Um, you have Starfield, which is that outlier, you know? It's either going to make you a scad load of points or it's going to be... I don't think it's going to end up in the middle. Like I, It's either going to make a scad load of points or not many at all. So very, very interested to see what that what what comes of that so that is the current update nick 24 the cookie master 24 and sean the biscuit lord nine so we're ready to jump into some top stories yeah let's go let's go top stories all right the toppest of top stories, Forza is back with new updates, March 29th. Is it going to be enough to make yeah. Sean jump back in? That's the question. It is. The Rally Adventure Pack is something I was kind of hoping they were going to bring something else because they did Fortune Island and Blizzard Mountain for the previous two adaptations. So Forza Horizon 3 was Blizzard Mountain and... Forza Horizon follows Fortune Island. Um, I'm I am going to take up this because I, I I love me a good rally game and the controls for Forza Horizon make it so it's you you it's quite fast paced. Um, so it'd be quite interesting. So this is going to bring me back in. A lot of people seem that f- for the comments that I've been seeing, people are like, "Well, this is nothing compared to to Hot Wheels," you know. That, that kind of one, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in on this. Uh, nice. March 29th, I'll have the game re-downloaded. I'll hopefully have finished at least Atomic Heart uh, before then. I can't promise I'll finish Hogwarts before then, but yeah, I'll definitely be all over this. Nice. That is, uh, I I keep wanting to get into the uh, into the Hot Wheels update, and I keep forgetting to do that. So I'm I'm way behind. Um, probably the rally thing probably doesn't interest me, but uh, I really do want to show Noah the Hot Wheels thing, and I keep yeah. not doing it. The the thing that's got me with the uh, rally thing is the whole abandoned quarry. There's like the the quote that you can drive through an abandoned quarry, so I think that's going to be interesting in terms of like can you use the buildings, the service roads, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'm a big rally fan at heart. So nice. Nice. Yeah, so March 29th, you can look forward to that DLC. Obviously, free with Game Pass if you got it. Uh, Rumor, rumor mill, rumor. A Hogwarts Legacy TV series coming to HBO Max. It's a definite rumor. They think they're saying it's in the first stages of talks. Um, Listen, whatever. I mean, this one's kind of weird because it's actually like a book turned a movie, turned a video game, turned back to a TV, turned to a TV series. So whatever. But (laughs) are we sick and tired yet of video games going, becoming like these TV series? Like that was my ultimate question. When I, when I read this, I was like, ugh, are you still like, really? Like, I'm not, I'm not even like halfway through the game yet. And you guys already be talking about TV series. I don't know. What's your thoughts on this? Um, I don't know. There is a lot of different characters. There's a lot of stuff um, that, that can be going on in this. But it's it's too huge. There's, there's too many different things. You know, who's got playwright to this? You know, yeah, I don't know. 
it's a lot it's a bit it's a lot it's a lot of law a lot of you know you, you can't do this half-assed it's got to look good it can't mm-hmm. you can't launch this and it not look okay mm-hmm. so i agree with that and i think that's also the thing so you know i just talked about we uh watching last of us with my wife and um that obviously is the new bar i would say for these kind of tv series like that's that's what everybody's looking at and so when you have somebody reach that pinnacle then it becomes this thing of like yeah i watched the first episode i mean you know it's no last of us quality but yeah i I don't know you know like that's that's the kind of commentary you start getting when you have something like the last of us come out so i don't i don't know and i also don't know that i just i i don't know that i want to keep like does everything need a tv series like like i i don't know that i i guess i guess i'm fine with it if they all equal or or rise to the quality of the last of us um now grant that's a little hard to do because that story is is so riveting but i mean it's harry potter it's hogwarts i mean it was built on a story so they can certainly do it um so as long as it equals that quality i guess sure why not i'm down for it but uh but my fear is that now people are just like, ooh, there's money there. People will watch it or, you know, we'll get eyeballs on it, which will help our streaming service. So, sure, let's make it into a movie, which is so weird, right? Because it's so opposite of what things were like when we were. I mean, that, I don't know. There just wasn't it wasn't that many yeah. shows. This, this this to me is definitely a HBO wanting to spin money out of it. So yeah. well, The Last mm-hmm. of Us, The Last of Us, I could see that is historic in terms of it like you know it's a fantastic game it's got a lot of following you know they haven't over overkilled it mm-hmm. making the remakes and remasters i can kind of understand because you know sony wants to carry that legacy of the game through and through yeah um so i can completely on board with that the you know they aren't going above and beyond with the tv series so they're not you know there isn't a right a lot of stuff they can add to it um story wise they're following how the game does they're using you know visual visually visually using bits from the game in in the program which is great with this there is just so much it's kind of like if they if they loosely follow the story of the game but then spun off for all the different characters and that you kind of come across in the npcs and stuff like that it could go on for like two, three, four seasons, and it could just be a fact, a complete, you know, cash cow for HBO, um, cashing in on the Hogwarts, um, on the the pot of law and the Wizarding World and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'm happy about that. I don't. I can't. If it's in early development, fair, fair enough. Um, but it's got a kind of the, the early development <coughs> and things like that have kind of got a hit people and be criticized and if it gets further than that i'll be surprised so i just i just looked this up because i was like i I couldn't like remember in my head how many games we had like talked i know we had talked about a bunch but i couldn't remember them so um god all the games currently being slated to turn into tv series god of war uh horizon zero dawn may of 20 yeah okay I'm not going to read dates. Resident Evil is going to be a is a Netflix thing at this point. Yeah, um, well, that got the, dropped. So the last, yeah, The Last of Us also dropped. Gears of War slated to be, is it slated to be or is? 
Shared a tweet in November. No, I think it's slated to be. Assassin's Creed, slated to be. And then, I don't know, then they get into Twisted Metal. I don't know if that is one already or not. Uh, Cyberpunk <laughs> Edge Runners. Uh, Far Cry 3. September 2022 released is still slated for a release. Yeah, I don't think that is yet either. Um, yeah, so that's that is just a few Twisted Metal Horror, horror Accolade says Twisted Metal is in production. So, so that's where I'm coming yeah. from. Like I Twi- keep Twisted reading metal. these things. Twisted thing is Twisted Metal. I can get behind that. Uh, that's you know, it's a very old game that I absolutely loved and adored. It hasn't been touched since the PlayStation One. Um, you know, they could build like you know, they they could get you to to in to focus on one person individually, and you know, you you start following them as a racer and things like that, and you want them to do well, and there's all the different relationships you could have, you know, bit stuff happening behind the scenes where they're trying to like you know, tamper with cars and cause accidents that shouldn't be there. So I can I can understand twisted metal, I can get that, um, but just doing every single big game. It's just wrong for me now. You yeah. don't see them doing a Crash Bandicoot cartoon, do you? So, yeah, I think I think that's where I land. Um, it does feel a little tiring. I do kind of start to roll my eyes when I when I see it now. It's like, oh, here we go again. Um, but you know what? If you can give me top notch quality TV series, um, then I'm in. And I, I guess I say that, but I don't even know if it has to be. Will, will I watch another Halo? Um, yeah, I actually found it entertaining. Was it top-notch quality? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> was it entertaining action? Yeah, it was. So, I guess, I don't know, I'm the sucker. I'll keep watching these things, so I'm probably the problem, but, um, you know, uh, yeah, so. But it does seem like everything's getting a series now, so. Yeah. Ori turns, <sighs> Ori's next game uh is attempt will be i'm sorry moon moon's developing studio which makes ori says their next game will attempt to revolutionize the arpg action rpg genre by being a top-down uh games they mentioned diablo i don't want to say diablo like because i don't know if that's what it's going to be but they mentioned diablo as as a uh as one in the genre that they that they're trying to to, I, I don't know if I mix the right word or what, but um, I don't know. What do you uh, What do you think about this? I feel so bad about this. I am not happy. You know, it, I, it took me ages to play these games, like to the point where I played them last year. So the, the games have been out for a while. Mm-hmm. I only got around to playing them last year, and I played them back to back. I like finished one game, started straight into the second one. Um, the quality of life improvements that they made in the second one over the first one made the second one absolutely fantastic. Um, the stories in both games are absolutely beautiful. The game genre, so it's very Metroidvania um, with a lot of platforming, was just fantastic. And then for them to turn around and say, hey, we're going to go down the action RPG route and we're going to make it top down. So it kind of plays and looks like old Diablo games. And I'm just like, no, why? What? What are you doing? I wanted to. I wanted another Ari game because I wanted like Metroidvania style again, but maybe make it bigger, make it more action packed, give me some different abilities, give me different biomes and stuff like that to be. In. Don't, don't do this. Don't please, please don't do it. 
Yeah, I would be... I mean, I would love to see a new Ori game. I don't have an issue with this. Um, and I think... I think part of the reason I don't have an issue with this is, uh, you know, Moon's been out since 2010, and they've given us two Ori games in that time, and they've obviously not missed. Um, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that this can be amazing. I do find it interesting, though, in the article, uh, the creative director, Thomas Maller, says, our next project is going to be a make-or-break-a-moment for Moon. Either we manage to revolutionize the ARPG genre, or we'll just slowly fade into the distance. And I thought, man, really? Like, like that? Like, like you're at that point where you really feel like you're you're either you're either in or out. I don't know. Something about it just just seemed weird to me that it was like that that they feel like if they don't make this game, then they're gonna be out. They've already nailed two two big games for Microsoft. Why do they feel like if they don't nail this genre or this game and this genre and revolutionize and be huge, then, you know, well, we're probably just going to fade into the, in, out of existence. Fade into the distance. Um, I don't know. It just struck me odd to me. I mean, I could see if they had had like a flop and now they're like, man, two flops in a row, we're done. But that's not the case. They've had two bangers. So No. I, I mean, so see what you're saying. Moon, Moon Studios began its life in 2010. Uh-huh. Um, when did Ari games? When did they release? So the first one released in 2015. 15. So uh -huh. every five years. So yeah, every five years much. from them generating because oh, I don't know. Like you say, they they made two games. And I mean, I guess if 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 this game's a flop in 2025, let's say. I mean, I don't know if it's coming out then. We don't really know. It's to be announced. Um, but if it comes out in 2025, if it's a flop and they don't, they can't get to another game until 2030. Gosh, that seems crazy to even say in my head. Like, just if their next game comes out in 2030, then I guess I could understand if they get very little revenue or whatever. But they're an ex, they're Xbox Studio, so I mean, it's it's up to Xbox to float them at this point, and I guess that would be their decision if they decide to do that or not. But man, if you gave me Ori, it's gonna be really hard for me not to, uh, not to do that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it, and I will probably complete it. Um, but man, to 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 completely change the the look and gameplay genre on something that's already done as well as like, to the fact that these two games have released, and then you've had develop like, definitive editions and stuff come out on the back of it and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? I may be wrong. They are they in Xbox Studio or have they just produced Xbox exclusives? Well, actually, I mean it's not even Xbox exclusive to be honest. It's on it's on the Switch. So, um I I am not 100% sure because it says the publisher of this game is going to be Private Division. It's not going to be Xbox Studio published. I'm not I'm not sure. I could be totally off. I'm not 100% sure where Private Division falls. It's very hard to keep track of all the different Microsoft Studios. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I'm just being dumb. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if they are. I mean, so, so the publisher was Xbox Game Studios and Microsoft Studios. 
So the publisher was those. Yeah. So Xbox took so Xbox took them on and published the game, but the developer was Moon Studios, which is a privately owned developer. So the publication was done by Xbox and Microsoft, but that's as much as you know they did. Yeah. So I guess if you got to float yourself for ten years, well, that's a different story. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look into that a little bit more. Anyways, um, I I am very interested to see what Moon can do with a top-down ARPG game. Um, but uh, will I miss not having an Ori? Uh, yeah, maybe. so maybe that's what he's saying. Like, listen, we we didn't do the safe bet. The safe bet was to do another Ori game. Uh, but instead, we, we want to do something new, fresh, different. And uh, that kind of gamble... Yeah, is is probably a big deal for them. We'll see. We'll see how it comes. We'll see. Like for them to be mentioning something, they might have things in the works. So could we see teasers of it towards the back end of this year or in any big gaming event? I don't know. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Sean, six more countries get friends. Get the friends and family game pass plan, but it ain't your country and it ain't mine. So, well, fortunately, fortunately for people in Chile, Hungary, Israel, New Zealand, South Africa, and the Swedes, you all have now got the ability to share your Game Pass experience with friends and family. Unlike me and Nick, who can't seem to share it yet. So, nope. It, it looks like it's slowly working its way around to us. Slowly, but surely. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Your time will migrate with you to a new plan on a fixed ration. For example, a month of Game Pass Ultimate will be worth 18 days of friends and family. Yeah, I am. All right, okay, so they're going into into details. Yeah, yeah, they are. When do you think it's coming to us? That's my question. When is it coming to (sighs) you or me? Who do you think it's coming to first? That's even a better question. Who gets it first? I I think we will be... The last two. Probably. Do you think that because we are the larger market and so they're really trying to hit these smaller markets to see what it does to their um, to their revenue base? Like, Because that's my yeah. thought. That's what I think they're doing. They're doing the smaller markets and they're looking at how much money were we making in these markets? How much money are we making now? Like, And what do we... The bigger the the bigger the sample pool, the more they can test. Like, uh, okay, now now that we have all eight of these countries in this family plan, what did it do to our revenue stream to have this? Now we can better project what it's going to do in a place like America or Canada or the UK, um, and see what it does. See what it does in so we'll know what it'll do in those bigger markets where we're making more of our revenue. Yeah, I think that's definitely what they're doing. They're looking at how this hits them, um, you know, weighing up are lots of people swapping the subscription. So are you getting people that are going from, um, you know, that have just one account that are suddenly sharing it with all four, like mm. all five abilities that they have? Yeah, so the question is, like, are you going to add users, ultimate users, to this to this plan? Or are you really just like, are people just going to come together who are already paying separately for Xbox? So now 
Xbox, Microsoft is really losing out. And I think that's the question they're trying to figure out. Like, are, is it going to add users yeah. or just take away money from current you take away money for them from because they're just working together for me i can tell you i will it will add at least to one possibly two how many people can be in a group currently i can't i, I think it's five account to share an xbox game pass account with up to four so five yeah five all together share it with up to four so you and four others so I will add Ariel and Noah for sure. And then from there, uh, from there, I don't know. I got two more. Probably can't share with you since we're in different regions. So, uh, but I probably will see if I can lower see, my I, cost. I don't, that being an interesting thing to test is because you share it across regions. So, but I, I'd definitely be, there'd be me and Jaya and then my dad and my brother. So, and we're already paying, like, for Game Pass Ultimate. So, they would be losing revenue in that sense. Right. But we'd add one extra person who would probably be, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who my fifth one would be. It, it all depends on if you can do it across regions and stuff like that. But, right. Yeah, they'd yeah. definitely be losing some revenue in terms of, like, me, my dad, my brother, and Jaya. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. See, I'd get the family on it, and then that would really. So, if they drop this without having the the puck, that's gonna that's difficult for me. Like, what do I what do I do at that point? Do I spend money on another S? I don't know that I want to do that. I probably don't. I probably won't do that. Um, but it becomes difficult because it's like, man, I really want that puck so that like. Noah can play on that, and I can play on the S, and that would be great. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting. Or, or even I don't need the puck. Just give me the 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 app or whatever. Make that put that on more TVs than just Samsung TVs. Um, specifically, also, LG would be also, great. Also, also like if they if the acquisition goes through and they get some form of mobile platform. Yeah. If this moves onto the mobile platform, I'd probably end up sharing it with Emily. It's mm -hmm. like she could then play stuff on her phone or on a on a tablet. Yeah. So yeah, that aspect as well. So, all depends. All depends on what happens in the future. I mean, we've, we've got to see how this works. We've got to see what what else comes in in the focus i mean acid tko3 has got a question in the chat that we're going to answer later on um revolving around this you know how would we like game pass to to focus their attention on would they, you know come out of the console race and just go into a game pass style streaming service or just you know how are, what 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 are the plans going forwards hardware wise anyway wait wait wait, wait. here here's some in, here's some interesting info um so that question actually already is answered um, the, the country question. There are a few things to be aware of, such as the fact that everyone must reside within the same country. And invited group members, this is interesting, will lose access to their current Xbox Game Pass subscription. Only the owner of the group will get conversion benefits. So if you've stacked like two years out of, of Game Pass and you invite somebody in and they accept it, then the, your two years will be converted to the owner of that 
of that family plan. And that'll go to them, and it doesn't sound like you'll be able to recoup them if you decide to leave the group at some point. Or yeah, you well, I suppose you wouldn't want to if you go... If you have it stacked, it just means like it benefit. If we were in the same country, it definitely benefit me if I shared with you because you have them stacked. You have like right. you know you're paying not as much as I'm. I'm paying full price. You pay a discounted price because you stack your your cats. Well, um, well right. But the point so, is, if you're the owner and I, and you invite me and I go to you, then you get all of my stacked uh, subscription, and I can't get it back. So if you then, if I don't know how this this is the part we don't know. If you can then just kick that person out, then I'll, if you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, see you later, Nick, and then all of a sudden I've lost all my my stacked Game Pass subscription, and I'm just you, there is gonna be nightmare stories if that's how this really works of people that just get sucked in and then get kicked out if that if it's that easy to do. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely. there's definitely some things to be wary of here, friends. If you if you live in any of these countries or if you don't and you, you know, and you uh when it comes to whatever country you do live in, um yeah, that's interesting. Um Yeah, that's pretty much all that's said here. However, the people who invite share cannot yep, cannot convert before joining a group. We'll need to cancel their existing subscription or wait for their existing subscription to expire. Yeah, this is, this is, it's interesting. And I'm surprised we haven't heard more from some of these countries, but I suppose their subscriber numbers are low of like how this is working in some of the, is in some of the country. It currently is only in Colombia and Ireland. Colombia and Ireland currently had the plan prior to this. Um, and so now there's going to be eight countries altogether. I don't know. Hopefully, it's coming to a country near you. <laughs> or maybe the country you're in. <laughs> uh, anything else before we move on? No, no. We'll move on. News Bulletin Elden Ring hits 20 million copies sold. Very good for them. That is that is awesome number. I helped that number. <laughs> That's 20, 20, 20 million really upset people. <laughs> That's not fair. There are people who absolutely loved it. It wasn't me, but there are people who absolutely loved it. I was not an upset person, though. I, I very much knew I might not like it. I'm having much more fun with Hogwarts I know, Legacy when life lets me play. I know I know my friend Gaz, who I go go kind with, um, he has just started playing it with his friend that has <laughs> played through it a couple of times and has been kind of coached and coerced through the game a little bit. Um, really? He mentioned it when we went Kai that he was going to start playing it. And my exact words to him was, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> have fun. Have fun, friend. You have a blast. Um, so far, it's is he most, liking it? It's the most... Um, I don't know. I, I keep getting sent photos. He's like, yeah, um, obviously, he's just started out. So he's getting all like, the, you know, slowly building up all his armor. So he sent uh -huh. me the picture of the you know, cat head all right, armor. Right. And he's like, okay. I, look, <laughs> I look ridiculous, but this is the strongest armor I've got. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. You should just be a jerk and tell him to go ways you know he shouldn't. Be like, hey, go fight that dragon in the in the swamp. That should be the first thing you do. Or no, don't forget about that big iron guy. He's real easy when you first come out of the cave. Go fight that iron horse. You'll take him on real quick. <laughs> I'd be a total jerk. <laughs> He'd he learn no, quick. He'd be just... like, I'm going to do the opposite of what that guy tells me to do. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I told him I couldn't get past the first. I couldn't get past Margaret, the first mini boss. Mm-hmm. I made it past her, no. him. I did, but in the second one, I was like, no. My anxiety level had had reached a point that was unhealthy, so it was like, nope, 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 nope. We just gotta <laughs> put this down and never pick it back up again. Happy for you who are happy. Um, yeah. that that's that's our only news bulletin for for today. I am I am happy from for FromSoft though. I think that's great that their game is is just doing gangbusters and is amazing even a year later. Um. I'm interested to see, not that I really care, but I'm interested to see if it ever comes to Game Pass, you know? I mean, even if even if it's uh, down the road, that would be a good get. I mean, at this point they've sold 20 no, million. How many how many copies are they still selling, Sean? Really? I mean, really. Yeah. But even even now if they could get squeeze some cash out of out of Microsoft so that they could say, "Hey, we got the wasn't it the game of the year?" Last year, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we hey, look at we now have the game of the year on Game Pass. Sure, it's twenty million copies later, but there, I bet it would still be a get for uh, some people who wanted to try it, but weren't silly like me and spent the money just to put it down. Um, so yeah. So if if it comes to Game Pass, you can hold me to this, make a note of it somewhere. Where if it comes to Game Pass, I will play it and I will try and complete it. What? Why? Why would you do that to yourself? You you own it. You could play it right now. Or wait, no, you had a disc. You sold the disc. Didn't you? I had a disc. Yeah, and I go. Yeah, I got rid of that thing. Yeah, hot second. Um, I'm saying it because I don't think it would ever come to a streaming service. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I I, I get. I'm sure. I'm, fa- I'm fairly confident in my proposal. Okay. I don't know. I could see it happening, Sean. I really could, but we'll see. We'll see. I would never hold you to that, Sean. I, 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 you are too much of a dear friend for me to ever hold you to to that. If it does come, just just so you know, I mean, I would never put you through that misery of trying to play that game. Um, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad the chat hasn't jumped on reminding me of this. So, like, somebody say, "Yep, definitely, I'll clip that." And yeah, yeah. Play it back to you in six months' time when it lands on Game Pass. Oh yeah, I'll harass you about it landing on Game Pass, but I would never be like, "Now you have to play it to completion," because that I just wouldn't put anybody through that. I mean, if you love it, that's great. But if you don't, it it it's a nightmare play. There's just nothing you can say about it other than that. Um, it's the most unforgiving game I've yeah. ever played. It's yeah. just unreal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, we were in the chat with with the John with John and John. Hambone Johnny and Zablanc playing it. I mean, obviously, Hambone Johnny's apparently a savant when it comes to that freaking game because he's like, I beat it. Here it is. And I'm like, what the hell? Pumpkin King. Yeah. How'd you do that? But yeah, I I I listened to Zablanc or read about Zablanc like quitting and not quitting and then coming back to it and ang- and and like anguishing through it. And so kudos for him for sticking with it. I knew. I, it was It was his playthrough where I was like, yeah. I'm never, never gonna do this. Definitely not. And that—that's when I was like, I just need to be done. So, but uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's our news bulletin. Congrats from Soft for 20 million units sold. Acquisition watch. Nintendo put. I'm sorry. Xbox puts a ring on it with Nintendo and Nvidia. So 10 year deal with Nintendo for at least Call of Duty. And maybe some other Microsoft uh, stuff, uh, and then and then it wasn't but like a day or two later, 
that uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Brad something and Brad Brad Smith. I don't know. That sounds sounds like I just Brad made Smith. That yeah. Up. Gosh, it sounded like I just made that last name up. I was like, nah, his name can't be Brad Smith. Uh, Brad Smith came out and said, hey, we are partnering with Nvidia. Our Xbox game PC Game Pass catalog will be on Nvidia's GE Force uh, streaming service or whatever, and so. Yeah, there you go. And now NVIDIA's down for this Activision deal. Nintendo's okay with it. Although, Nintendo hasn't really said one way or another that they're okay with it. I mean, I mean, you know, it's kind of like I one of those... I, I don't think that Microsoft will have been able to announce anything or publicly say something unless, micro, uh, unless Nintendo sorry, were happy about this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It does seem kind of weird, though, because Nintendo's not talking about this from their socials. They don't really want to get involved with this. They're willing to benefit, I think, from from Microsoft needing to show that they're a team player with all, with all the other people. But Nintendo doesn't want to get, like, their hands dirty. It's kind of like, hey, we're getting married over here. And the other partner's like, eh, I don't really want to. I don't really Yep, yep, we are. Sure, okay. You know? <laughs> it's just kind of like, okay. Um, but... I think it's a good move on on Microsoft's part to to lock these in. Yeah. This was a deal that had been announced a while back, but it seemed kind of sketchy. Like, is it really a deal or what? I think it was more of like a handshake deal. Now it's a on paper deal. Um, that's what I take from it. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you think this but helps I'm, them in the I'm acquisition just... thing? Uh, yes, I do. I think it's it's proving that they aren't wanting to just corner the market and not let anybody else have it, which is what most of the main complaints have been about, that they're going to try and corner the market and hold it hostage and do lots of damage. And this is them turning around and doing completely the opposite. So Mm -hmm. they're opening the doors and saying, look, especially the NVIDIA, this is what's really interesting. We're going through the GeForce um, streaming service and reading into it is you, you could have this streaming service on your PC play a catalog of games from directly from the cloud as long as you have a decent internet connection of course because you know cloud gaming does rely on that but you it's a free streaming service that i believe that you don't really necessarily have to pay through the tifa and you can have xbox games playable and it's not just pc xbox games and looking at the like oh yeah trying to read between the lines Trying to read between the lines, it is just like you can have, because it's including games like Call of Duty. Oh, wow. is what they're saying. So it's like it's everything that you can play on the cloud available. Nice, yeah, yeah. So no, to me, to me, this 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 is Xbox finally turning around and saying and going along with the lines of, we want to be playable, everywhere. They have now given it to a third-party streaming service to allow people to, to play it through that service rather than having to have PC Game Pass. Which then, if you want to go further, if they're going to do the same with Nintendo, and we know that Nintendo can handle some form of cloud gaming aspect, mm-hmm. are they going to develop a way that you can play these cloud games like Ari, Will of the Wisp, and stuff like that, without having to purchase it through Nintendo on a platform like the NSO platform that Nintendo developed for, like the N sixty four, the GameCube, the sorry, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, SNES, and the NES. 
are they going to do something like that where it's an app that you download and you just click and play cloud-based games? Yeah, that that's a really good question. How how is it going to pan? I mean, it can't be like, you know, it can't be download, right? I mean, there's no way there's no way that they could promise to get Xbox games on the Switch as it is right now on a, in a downloadable fashion. There's just I mean, there's not a micro SD big enough to handle some of these games. Um Exactly. I don't know if that's 100% true, but um, yeah, I just don't. So so if they're doing a streaming, yeah, that is the question. Are you buying them per game or are you signing up for uh, uh, a Nintendo's version of Microsoft's xCloud, like a Nintendo call uh, called uh, xCloud? That's that's just what Nintendo yeah. will allow on their service because we've we've talked about this before. I think this is exactly cultivate games that Nintendo will allow on their system. So not the indies that they're selling, right? Because they're not gonna they're not gonna allow you to stream the indies that they're selling from their eShop. So those are gonna have to be kicked out. And I don't know. That's really about the only thing I can see that Nintendo is gonna have a qualm with. But all the other games, then that's great. And you stream them from. Your Switch. Do you want to do that, Sean? Do you want to stream? Would you be interested? Yeah. I mean, it stops me from having to go and buy another device that I have per, like specifically to play cloud games on. I mean, it means I no longer need to take my an Xbox controller and my iPad with me to work or, or to wherever, as well as my Switch. So, you know, I can... Have the you know if for whatever reason I don't fancy playing anything that's on the cloud, I can play some, like play my Switch. You know, that there is lots of opportunities to just have that. That becomes then your a, a device to play both kind of games and consoles on. Yeah, and if you can do that and have the friends and family, hell, I have three Switches in this house. And I guess, you know, when I say it, it's not much different than a TV app, right? I mean, I just said, hey, why can't you just make the TV app that you're doing for Samsung, why can't you put it on my LG TV too, Xbox? Um, I don't know. It's not going to be that much different than that, except you're putting a filter on there that you're like, hey, this is on a Nintendo console, so only allow games that that filter out to be these games that Nintendo has allowed. Um, yeah. I don't even think it'd have to be a case of what Nintendo allows. If the contract is there for 10 years for them to be able to play anything that's on the cloud, it'll be a case of play anything that's on the cloud. I don't know. Well, that might work out. Uh, I don't know, though. Nintendo is not going to want you to eat their indie lunch with with free cloud games. Are we assuming these games are free this just is... like they are right now? Like like xCloud free? <sighs> See, this is where you might have to turn around and, and Nintendo can capture you and say, well, you need to at least have NSO Plus. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't think they're going to want so... that, though. I think you're going to have to make so a thing. I don't know. I don't know. This would be an interesting aspect. I mean, I know the Nintendo does are going live later on and they probably won't hear this, but this would be an interesting one if Justin's on there to kind of discuss. I'd like to see and hear their discussion around this yeah. as well, which I have a feeling they might do in their episode for this week because it is big news. I mean, the, the Xbox and Nvidia isn't as big as the Xbox and Nintendo because no, there's just fair. lots of questions for me, there's lots of questions around 
how is this going to work? What's it going to look like on Nintendo? What is, you know, the next Call of Duty game? You know, are you going to be able to play Warzone 2.0 with everybody on Xbox and PlayStation and PC from your Nintendo? And is it going to run it as well as it needs to run it so you can be matched up with them so you are literally like a fish in a barrel for somebody on a PC to take yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah, I've got all the rendering aspects and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I worry about uh, Nintendo. The current Switch's Wi-Fi adapter. It does not seem to be that grand. I think that's pretty well documented. Um, So even playing handheld on on a on a Wi-Fi network might be sketchy. Um, Now you know the. The OLED does come with uh, with the Ethernet. So I, I'm happy with just that. I mean, I love to play it on the go. But just to have the ability, as I had just stated, with the friends and when we were talking friends and family, just to have the ability to access those games for Noah so that if we want to play Microsoft Legends, I don't have to worry about, well, I need a new ass or I need something else to be able to do this, that uh, we we can all do it that way. Um, yeah, it's... It's an interesting time, and I love the idea. I think it's great that Xbox did it. I think it forces Sony a little bit to make it to to make a decision. Do they want to say yes or no to this ten year plan? Well, they, these could be the terms and conditions that the FTC and the CMA are kind of turning around and saying to to Microsoft and Xbox, say, "Look, we don't want you cornering the market, so make." some proposals, reach out, see who's involved, see who wants to get involved, who's interested in doing this kind of deal, and then come back to us. Get a couple of signatures, get people to sign up, come back and prove that you are, you know, say you are doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, doing what you say you want to do in terms of having outreach to lots of different platforms so everybody can play your games and, and everybody can be involved in your service no matter where they're playing it from. And I think this is a step in that direction. This is like them basically opening the floodgates and the doors and saying, hey, look, everybody, play our stuff. We want you to play it on your Nintendo. We want you to play it on your PC. We want you to eventually stick it in a stick and play it on your TV. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. So if so, so if they go to Sony and say, hey, look, at Nintendo and NVIDIA have already signed up for this. Let's do it. Let's let, let's make this a deal. And Sony says, no, that's not good enough for me. But yet they take what they've d- they've done. They go to the CMA and they say, hey, listen, Nintendo says it's good enough. NVIDIA says it's good enough. We went to Sony. They said it's not. What say you? And if CMA then says, yeah, if they won't sign it, that's on them. We think it's good enough. Then that leaves and they sign the, the deal. Then that leaves Sony a little out to dry if they don't sign that deal then and and then they don't they may not get these now i don't think that's going to happen i think microsoft will offer this deal to them even after it's signed because we know microsoft and xbox have have eyes on another acquisition after this one i guarantee they do and they now know for sure that just because they got this one through the next one the cma and the ftc will look back and say did they do what they said they were going to do with that one? Because they certainly did that with Bethesda, right? They're pointing at Bethesda saying, hey, you said that this was going to go to everywhere. But yet when we look at this, it ain't gone anywhere. You've kept it right here on your platform. You're not doing what you're saying you're going to do. So if they have eyes on another acquisition, they have to do what they say they're that that they're going to do even after the deal is signed. So be interesting. Yeah, to see. Definitely. 
like so, it. Yeah. I, and I want to say I want I'm I'm I want to hear other people's thoughts and views on this. So um, I'm I am half expecting Drew and John to maybe say something about this because it is quite big news in terms of one of those guys is a Nintendo guy. But I am definitely expecting Justin and Tim and Jesse to kind of have a weigh in on this as well because it it shakes their world big time. Yeah, I don't know if it shakes their world, but yeah, it, it adds it adds to their world for sure. Um, I mean, Nintendo's still going to do what Nintendo does, but it certainly <laughs> it certainly adds um, another layer, another more opportunities. I mean, you know, Justin just got an S. Um, if this goes through, he he might not need it. He might just be able to sell it and do whatever he's doing with the uh, with Nintendo. Um, yep. So yeah. All right, coming out, Game Pass headlines. That's the end of our acquisition watch. Out this week, the one and only, the big game people have been talking about for a while, Atomic Heart. Sean has played it. Do you want to talk about it here or when we get to what you've been playing? You tell uh, me. We'll leave it when we get to get playing, yeah. We'll... All right. All right. So, But it is out. You can play it right now. Coming next week, Sean, not going to lie, I had another one of those moments where I'm like, Mergent Blade? Mergent Blade's already out. And then I had a look back. That's Mountain Blade. <laughs> that is a Mountain Blade. You are 100% right. I'm like, I, I we even talked about this game. Th- these people don't know what they're talking about. And I'm like, oh, oh no, no, I just, I don't. So there's mounting and merging and many blades. And I don't know. It's getting awkward. Um, Inserting of blades everywhere. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You merge, you mount, and then you blade. I'm done. Let's move on. Experience an addictive puzzle game. Merge and blade, February 28th, next week. Experience an addictive puzzle and a massive auto-battler in one game. The world's first puzzle auto-battler game. I, I wonder if that is actually an accurate statement, but we'll we'll go with it because they wrote it. Only your brain can save the world. I saw, I saw a little... Uh, I saw the trailer for this, you know. If you like puzzlers and you like auto battlers, then this is the game for you. That's all I have to say on that. Yeah, interesting. I like I, that's bold statement. So the world's first puzzle auto battler. <laughs> yeah, so. I kind of want to fact check that and see if that's actually true. Can I find another one? Am I gonna do it? No, Not only do I want to fact check it, but I also want to see like what is this genre that they have created. Yeah, you can see the trailer. The trailer lays it out. It's kind of like a match three puzzler. You you bring in these soldiery guys, and if you match them, then that so- soldier gets added to your team. And so once you're done with the puzzle, then however many soldiers you've matched, types and all that jazz, then move to another section where they auto-battle some enemies. And so the better you do matching on the puzzle side, the, the stronger team you will have to auto-battle the the enemies that you're about to face that's the that's the skinny of it um you know i mean it seems interesting so that's all it's i can say cool i like a puzzle game and to to have how well you do with a puzzle be rewarded with how well you do in a battle interesting I like it, it is yeah also i won't lie i thought man this would make a great mobile game <laughs> it just it just seems very mobile friendly like like that's where it really should sit um, and I don't know that it's not on mobile. I, I don't know if it's out, if this is a day one game, if it's been out for a hundred years. Uh, I don't have the answer to that question. Probably should, but I don't. Uh, what's, what, wh- I'm going to look that up, Sean. You, you go on to the next thing. 
Uh, I can say merging, but I was just doing that. But I will take us on to the next single leader. So Soul Hackers 2 uh, comes out February 28th as well. That is a turn-based JRPG. Um, explore a supernatural RPG with a sty- with stylish summoners and dark dangers lurking. Under the neon lights of a cyberpunk Japan, it is up to Ringo, an agent of Ion, to save the world from apocalypse. So, I mean, Soul Hackers 2. This game sounds like it could be quite... Uh, Quite an interesting looking game. I'm just gonna look at some images now. You 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 are gonna look it up and then quickly dismiss it. I mean, just so you just so you know, uh, it, yeah, it is okay. a it is no. a turn based JRPG <laughs> anime style. It is it is everything Sean doesn't want to play. But um, for yeah, those who love, for those who love those things, see, this is all for you. I used to love dra- I used to love drawing anime mm-hmm. and like emily's really into it at the moment she's like she's following little guidebooks and how to draw and stuff but it's just it's in terms of playing games for it it's just not for me and that's just highly unfortunate mm-hmm. yeah no not for me not for me either but i mean the the art style does look cool and if you're into turn-based jrpgs then check it out i think you'll probably be pretty pleased with it i I cannot, I cannot find it. It's not a new, it's not a day one on Game Pass. Merge and Blade is not. No, it was I June 2021. Yeah. yeah, but it does not look like it's a mobile know. game. It looks like it's been on Steam for a good long time. I can't tell if it's been anywhere else, to be honest. So. Um, I can't, I can't see it. I mean, there's Merge Blade Master, which is, uh, I've seen somebody playing on an Android, just looking at it. Merge Grabber, but not Merge and Blade. So yeah, no. yeah. So it's not day one, but it also I don't think it's I think it's new, maybe new to consoles. I can't I can't figure it out. Impossible yeah. to know. The next the next game, the next game in the list is one that Nick asked me at the beginning of before we started recording if I would be interested in playing F one twenty two because I am a, a huge F one fan. Um. If there isn't anything else that I'm playing, I would be interested in this. I wouldn't mind if I can change the settings in the game where, like, I have to kind of, like, a a qualifying session and a race is about as long as a normal race, times-wise. You know, so it's not just like, oh, it's a 10-lap race and done. You know, is it a 75-lap, sit there for 90 minutes kind of race uh, with a pit stop strategy and stuff like that? If If I can do that in F1 2022, then, yeah, I'd be definitely up for that. Um, it, on the weekends where um, there isn't a race on for me to watch, it could just keep keep my interest in the sport and stuff like that, which you know I don't really need during the season. Um, the, the, the guys, the guys on the track have actually been doing some real some some testing for the twenty twenty three cars uh, over the last twenty four hours, so I've got a lot of YouTube highlights to watch on that, uh, um, and. Drive to Survive also starts on Netflix, so I've got quite a bit of that to watch as well. But uh, it is this time of year where um, I kind of switch off to gaming for the weekend, especially if there's a race on. So. Is Drive to Survive is that a is that a documentary or what is that? Yeah, so what they do is they this is season five. So for the last four years, they like even through COVID, the Netflix crew have followed um, the teams behind the scenes a little bit and. 
um, like follow the races and like especially if there's been a bit of a controversial race, especially last year between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, it was crashes and stuff like happening and things like that and a big FIA thing that was happening. Um, they followed quite close to that and made a bit of a drama series, like drama documentary series out of it. Um, and it's quite good, especially if you are a big F1 fan, it's really good. But it's also, if you're not a massive F1 fan, um, it's quite interesting to see what goes on behind the scenes and stuff like that. So it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't got anything else to watch. Start like, um, I'd start maybe season three because that's like the definite post-COVID kind of stuff. And there was the, a big Pierre Gasly crash that they kind of covered where he went flying through the barrier and the whole car like tore in half and set on fire. So it's quite a dramatic series to watch in terms of that. Yeah, he survived. He came out of it, uh, some burns to his hands and stuff, but like pretty much saved his life. But, wow, but it's good yeah. to watch. It's good fun. Yeah, and it's it's off like Netflix have done really well at filming it. So like, the imagery that they captured in slow motion and stuff like that is really nice as well. So you get like really good dramatic scenes of the cars as well. Hmm. Cool. Um, uh, next game, uh, March 3rd next week coming out, Wulong Dynasty. This one's been, uh, a lot of people have been waiting for this one. It's an action RPG game as well. Uh, is it Wulong Dynasty? Fallen Dynasty is a dramatic action-packed story of a nameless militia soldier fighting for survival in a dark fantasy version of the later Han Dynasty where demons plague the Three Kingdoms. Players fight off deadly creatures and enemy soldiers using swordplay based on the Chinese martial arts, attempting to overcome the odds by awakening the true power from within. This, this was heavily leaned on in the Summer Showcase last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when they went and did the developer directs, not developer direct, where they did the deeper dive, where they, they talked about it a lot more, there was a lot of chat with the developer about, because this game is out, I believe, already on PC. This is the console version, so they've already got a huge following out there for this. So a lot of people are excited for this to come to console this year. Yes, and this one is uh, is is uh, done by Team Ninja. So they're pretty, pretty popular uh, development studio. So um, excited to see what they excited to see what they do with this or how this how this plays out. Um, we already talked about what was leaving last week, um, so I don't know if we want to hit that again. Um, no, um, it's still the, exactly the same list as last week, so. We, we don't really need to run through that. There is a question later on uh, from Evil Zion about that, so we can circle back to what's leaving there if you want. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. Anything new with Games with Gold? Uh, not yet. Nothing's changed. Um, so I haven't had any... The, the rumors from last week of Dead Rising 3 and Monopoly Plus are still there. There hasn't been anything concrete yet dropped, as I believe. So just... Watch this space, is all I can say. Watch this space. I like it. So that Um, is... Go ahead. uh, Just very quickly, uh, new game, past games announced. Are we we happy with... Are we covering that or are they... Yeah, go for it. 
So Lies of P gets a month. That's coming out in August 2023. Um, my I birthday. <laughs> I can't remember the details of Life of Lies of P, but I think it was one that you were quite excited for during the showcase. Yeah, I mean, am I gonna get frustrated with it and quit? Yeah, probably. But um, it's a it's a dark Pinocchio game, Souls likey type thing is is how it's been is how it's been talked about. Um, looks pretty. Uh, you know, I, I like the I like the idea of this Pinocchio, but but like a, a darker version of it. I think that's kind of cool. Um, interested to see what what that um how that plays how that plays out and what they what they can do with it so interesting and then our first 2024 announcement is magical delicacy which is a wholesome pixel art platformer you cook magical delicacies from a vast collection of ingredients in your own shop explore an unfamiliar town and deliver tasty treats to the town's learn new ways to traverse discover secrets and experience a unique witchy world there you go. Confirmed. There's going to be Game Pass in 2024. That's what that's what we know Ooh. now. Yep. It's not going. <laughs> At least anywhere. we'll be here for another year. That's right. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's go to our Xbox Spotlight where we talk about what we've been playing. Sean, I'm going to make this really quick. I've been adulting a lot, a lot of life. Um, so when I can squeeze anything in, there's usually a child next to me. And that means I have been playing Mario Rabbids. Even though my son's like, I don't want to play Mario Rabbids anymore. I'm like, shut up, kid. I'm playing it. You don't have to anymore. Because he does this to me. He gets back into the game and he drops off. So uh, we, I said this last time. I was like, we'll almost be through this game. Man, World 3 just keeps going and going and going. And it's just like, I, uh, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling pretty like side quested out so i'm probably just gonna jump onto world four and uh hit the main stuff and and finish out this game and be done so i gotta get to uh yeah. Yeah. uh the one zelda game the sky one skyward sword i haven't finished that yet so i gotta get back to that oh, yeah. like a couple in and i want to get that done before i'm gonna before go back drops. to skyward sword after tears of the kingdom why would you do that why wouldn't you do it the other way around because I, I believe Tears of the Kingdom is a prequel to Skyward Sword. Oh, that's deep. That's more. That's probably true. I that makes sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But sure, I am. Uh, I want to. Yeah, I want to get it out of the way so I can. So I'll have it in my brain for when Tears of the Kingdom drops. So. Yeah. So because I've, I've gone all the way through Skyward Sword until like maybe the last two battles. So. But. Yeah, I will own yeah, I the did, fact. I did. Go ahead, sorry. I did the usual thing of playing a game until almost the end, and then put it down and pick something else up. <laughs> that is your thing. You do. You 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 talked about that the last couple of podcasts. That's. I I yep. I usually quit in the middle. I, I if I'm close to the end, I'll just power through. But uh, if I'm somewhere in the middle, I'm like, oh, I still got so long to go. I'll just move on to something else. So. Yeah, but that that's it. I have not turned on my Xbox at all. It has been a crazy, crazy week. So I played a little bit more Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I've been down into the lower Hogsfield. Oh. Um, came away from the quest and just did a lot of exploring. Killed a shit ton of spiders. Sure. Um, yeah, they don't like being set on fire. 
No. Um, found a couple of things that I like. I was using Revelio, which you know I, I seem to press. If if a game gives me the option to reveal everything around me, I uh-huh. press that button every thirty seconds. Uh-huh. Like, and it's something I'm doing in Atomic Heart as well, which I'll get to in a second. Um, so I found a couple of things that like seem to be under the ground that I couldn't get to in Hogwarts Legacy. So then okay. started making my way back to the castle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, um, have you opened the ability to to have you opened the skill tree yet? No. Okay. All right. Um, that that is what I just did, and I am so excited to get back to that. I, I I have not lost my passion for that game at all. I just life got in the way. Um, so I really man when I when I got to see the skill tree and start working on that and start seeing what I could do. Ah, uh, that like it just it just keeps layering every time. I'm like this game is about as cool as it can get, and then some they add something else, and I'm like oh my gosh, this is amazing. I can't wait until I get to because and this is not a spoiler. You can see it from the very beginning in the menu. I can't wait until I can get to like an animal mount or or get my broom. Like I I, I want those two things because I have a feeling that's just going to be the next layer of like oh this game is so freaking cool. So um, yeah yeah I found I found a landing spot. So I'm assuming there's like landing spots that highlight themselves or you can find them so you can pin them on the map okay yes yeah, so you probably can't like just land anywhere you want i bet that i bet um, that would be the case we'll no, i can to... imagine you can land anywhere you want but just it highlights somewhere that's probably safe and easy to land. i don't know okay i don't know what that's yeah for. yeah i get you i i have not found that yet so that's cool um yeah but i'll be real interested to see how they how they do that and what that feels like because flying can be awesome when it's done right, and hopefully, hopefully, like everything else so far, they did it right. So. Definitely. So, um, and then Atomic Heart. Jeez, it's it's set set. Let me think. It's like it's set in a futuristic Russian state. So you've got all the whole hammer and sickle thing going on there, um, stuff like that. They are heavy on using robots to, you know get around they still have like cars but then the cars are collected up by big giant flying robot drones um you play an operative called p3 who um you have a polymer style a polymer glove which you enables your abilities you can do things with it but it also helps you to scan it also helps you to um interact with the environment and things like that you can suck up bits from boxes and stuff like that because there's a whole crafting element to the game and upgrading element to the game, skill tree element to the game, which you need to suck up spare parts, metal parts, and stuff like that. Crafting out polymers and neuropolymers and all sorts of bits and pieces. Um, so you get requested to, to go and see this doctor because you need an upgrade on, your, upgrade on your glove before you go out on this big mission that they want you to do. And then all of a sudden, all the AI, all the robots start attacking all the humans. Shit goes sideways really, really fast, and you end up in this compound under the ground. Um, the game looks great. I've had a couple of graphical issues. I got stuck in the graphics earlier today and then just fell into absolute black for a very long time to the point where I had to load the, the save. Um, I tried to do a stealth kill on one of the robots, and when I got to him, it pushed him through the wall, and because then I think I was holding on to the robot, it carried my character through the wall. And then the robot disappeared and I kind of dropped under the floor ever so slightly and just every time I moved continued to drop further down. So 
there is graphical issues with the game. It's not come by. I don't think it's completely polished. Um, so that the, there is that issue. Mm. It's very wooden in feel. There is that I'm yet oh, to discover that. if there is a sprint, if there's a sprint button. So there's like a climbing platforming aspect to it where like there's things that are highlighted in yellow so you can climb up pipes and then like jump to something else. But there's there's a, there isn't a run and jump, it's a jump and dash action that you have to do, which when you've played games like um Oh, what was it called with the zombies where I did lots of parkour? Uh oh dying light. Dying Light. So when you've gone from like playing Dying Light, where you know, or other games where you run, like you sprint and jump to get further, that kind of action of jumping and dashing to get further um, is a little bit weird and taking some getting used to. The aiming system's really slow. Um, and maybe I'd like maybe need to go and up the sensitivity, but the out of the box and playing the game, the sent like the aiming sensitivity is pretty slow. These robots move really fast. Um, they don't do a really good job of introducing you to different robots or different bad guys. So it's kind of like you're learning a lot on the fly, especially if you like aren't paying a hundred percent attention, which I didn't when I was streaming in the first play of the game because I was interacting with chat. I was mm -hmm. trying to play the game and and trying to talk about it at the same time, which I was finding quite difficult. So there's a couple of things I'm, I'm struggling with. And then there's there's a bit in the game that I was just doing now where it's really, really slow. You're on this little like, monorail car and you're having to zap these motors to speed the motors up. But loads of bad guys keep coming at you and you're trying to fight off bad guys and you're trying to platform at the same time, all in first person. And I keep falling to the ground and then I fall into the ground to the point where there's loads of enemies and they're like absolutely swarming you. I don't have enough firepower to, to get them. I don't have enough stuff to heal. It's just like it's gone from very, very slow and wooden to all of a sudden there's loads of stuff going on and you kind of like you, you've had no time to catch up with the pace. And so mm -hmm. that it's at that point where I turn the game off. I'll, like, I, I put the controller down. I literally said that game is pissing me off. Like, mm. How is the uh, first I can person understand platforming? Difficult because yeah. you, you, it's like, like you're turning and looking up and down is very slow to move. Yeah, so that's what it's I was not wondering. Very fluid, yeah. which is the wooden aspect. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I, I need I'm going to go back and play it some more. Um. The issue I'm probably having is that I'm like only playing it in half hour spurts because I haven't had some decent time to play any of it. But I can kind of understand the critic scores that it's getting. And the be so low, even though this game was like hyped back in 2022 and yeah. back in 2021, this game was getting some hype. Um, I just don't feel like it's living up to that hype. Yeah, well, that's a bummer. Um, <laughs> and but, definitely, yeah. like, even with the soundtrack, I was really excited for Mick Garden to, um, you know, be weighing into this and the soundtrack so far hasn't been brilliant well that's no good that is um anything else you've been playing other than hogwarts um, and... just just lots of marvel snap on my phone so dude 
scrolling about on the phone is probably about the only amount of gaming I've been doing. So I've been leaning heavy into that. So. I, 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 I almost downloaded it. I was sitting last night and I didn't really have anything that I wanted to play on my switch. Um, uh, after Noah had gone to bed and, uh, we had no electricity, so I couldn't, I couldn't play the, my, my Xbox, uh, thanks to the ice storm. Um, uh, one pro for switch always works as long as it's power, as long as it's charged works, <laughs> even when you don't have electricity. Um, and I really was like, oh, I should download that. But then I was really worried. I was like, I don't have enough time to do anything I'm doing right now. So I'll just get sucked into this game probably. And then I'll be like, damn you, Sean. So uh, I I didn't. But yeah. It is when when you when there is a low spot or like you you have a bit more free time, it like in between stuff, it is great. I play it quite often. Sitting in the car. Like waiting for to pick the kids up and stuff. If I'm sat outside school, I'll just pick it up because you can play a match in like two minutes. So, hmm. yeah, it just—I don't know why it's calling me. It just—I always keep thinking about it, and I keep—I keep saying I might download it, but then every time I think about downloading it, I'm like, this seems like a horrible idea. I'm just gonna like be sucked in. So I don't know. We'll see. Moving on then to our party chat. So our first question comes from Evil Zion, which who was December's Achievement Hunter winner? Um, he asks, what games leaving Game Pass this time, like this time around, do you want to finish? Or would you like to finish? Or would you advise finishing, I guess, because one of these you did finish. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Far Changing Tides is i i really enjoyed that and that that's the one i did finish that uh, sean's talking about um other than that a lot of these games that are on here are not games that i have played so i wouldn't not advise finishing them i'm just saying they're not games for me octopath traveler obviously gets a lot of love um octopath traveler 2 is not only not coming to game pass but it's not coming to xbox so i don't know what the fallout there was um or if they're going to announce something later on, but I, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, so if you want to play Octopath that's Traveler... That's very interesting, too. Yeah, if you want to play Octopath Traveler on the Xbox, you get it done now, or else you don't, because you're not going to be playing two on the Xbox. <clears throat> uh, Final Fantasy thirteen, uh, Lightning Returns, obviously a, a, a pretty beloved game. And then, I don't know, Sean, what did you think of Alien Isolation? Alien Isolation, if you're a big fan of like first-person horror survival-style games uh, with a puzzle aspect, then yeah, Alien Isolation, start playing it like basically now. Because uh, if you want to play that game through without it being a speedrun, it could take until it's leaving. I mean, I know people that can speedrun it in three or four hours, um, but to try and play it is fruition. Definitely going to take a lot longer than that. But mm. it is one that's worth playing before it leaves. It has been on there a long time, so I'm not surprised to see it leaving. But, uh, yeah. As yeah. for the rest of them, I haven't played any of the others, so I can't mm. speak for any of them. 
Yep, but definitely um, far changing tides. I I enjoyed the gameplay. Just go into it knowing that the story doesn't exist. You 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 have to kind of figure it out from the from the environment and some some signs that you see and the achievements. The achievements help you out when you pop an achievement. It kind of moves the story along in some very odd fashion. So um, if I go, I've learned I've learned. For myself, if I go into a game knowing that that's going to be a thing, I get less frustrated than trying to figure the story out, waiting for that, waiting for them to tell me the story when it never, when it never does. So, um, yeah. So what's what's our we we got another like hot question right in right in right now. We do. So um, so that comes from Acid TKO3. Um. He has asked, well, he basically, which is a big statement, pretty much almost as long as I have been, is I've been an Xbox gamer for 14 years. What would your guys' reaction be if they left the console game and just moved away from the console hardware and focused on Game Pass and on rival, being on rival consoles and are like a Roku gaming stick? I have no problem with this. None whatsoever. Um, uh, they would need to have, but so <coughs> my only, my only caveat to that is we, we need to get rid at that point. You would need to get rid of X cloud. Like you would need to get, you would, everything would be X cloud basically at that point. So if they're going to, if they're going to do that and they're going to focus on game pass, then basically everything that they put on game pass needs to be streaming. Otherwise, there's too much stuff missing, right? Like, like for me, if they did that and they said, "Well, what?" They're so at that point they're focusing on the PC, and they're focusing on 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 PlayStation. Let's assume they were able to get all the rival consoles to agree to have their stuff on there. Okay, so let's let's take that layer of the onion out. Um, then they're focusing on the PC and Sony to to hold their bigger games. That switch obviously can't hold, and that would put me out. Basically, that would. I mean, am I going to go and buy a PlayStation? Well, I don't really. I don't really want to. I don't really want to deal with having to have another console in my in my house just so I can. I don't want to deal with having a PlayStation in my house so that I can play Xbox games. Like, like I, I don't know. It just it seems counterintuitive. So if they do that, my point is they have to do everything streaming so that I can play it where I can play all their content. Wherever I want, on the Switch, on the Roku, on the TV apps, whatever. So, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I I'd be pretty sad because I like having a high power console like the Series X. I like the you know I can play all these games that are awesome on Game Pass that you know from little indie games to games like Atomic Heart and Farza and and what else like doom all these big name games that are at other places i like being able to play those but i also like the fact that the series x has the the you know the meat and bones to be able to play high-end games really well off the disc like hogwarts legacy i have that by disc and i'm really happy i can sit the disc in and play that um and that there's memory for that i i don't think games like Hogwarts Legacy, you'd be able to play streamed constantly, because I reckon that 
you know, that game still has an issue sometimes for me, even though it's installed and on disc. Going through doors, it kind of pauses. I have to wait for the little circle for a while. And yeah, the door every once in a while, yeah. So that, I could only assume, would take longer if that was done by a cloud. So the game would either have to be stripped back and you'd lose some graphical aspects of it, even though I'm playing it by a performance. Um, and so you know, games become harder to play. You rely heavily on your internet. If your internet goes down and that's your only way of playing a game that you've played, hello Stadia, um, you know, you lose the ability to play that game. So I like being I like there being a physical console that can handle a disc and, and have games start. Saying that, I also like playing things on the go. So having the you know being able to have Game Pass on the Switch in future, if that's how it's going to work, that'll be great because I can you know go to work, I can jump on the Wi-Fi, or I can go to my parents' house, or like if we're traveling and we're on holiday, or we're away in a cabin and the weather's probation, we're not like when I walk in and doing stuff, I can sit, I can play, you know, I played Wreckfest mainly by xCloud via my mobile, my mobile internet. So it would be good. It, like I said, I would really struggle with that change. I've been, I've had an Xbox since, well, since before I could drive, I feel like I've had an Xbox since I was like 14 years old and I'm now 36. So yeah, 20 odd years of, of owning a console like that, I always had one in the house, always been one. I haven't really not had one. Um, I'd struggle to see that go away. I mean, it's a great angle to go at for people who you know, want to just dip into the world and stuff like that. But I don't think you can come completely away from the console market at all. I think that's you've you've kind of got to do both. Maybe focus on one more than the other, but you've got to have your foot in both just in case yeah i i don't disagree but so my my question to you is if they did go away from the console market and sony agreed to house their games you know whatever i mean basically they they were i guess what you would call a third party publisher and developer and and they basically just put their games on sony's console and shop for a fee you know they'd pay so much sony would get so much of the of the of the cost would you uh I mean, and again, I understand the hoops are almost almost innumerable to jump through to make that happen. But let's assume they did that. Would you buy? Would you buy a PlayStation to play Xbox games? Yes. Is that good or bad to you? Would you consider that like a bonus? Now you got a PlayStation, you get Xbox games, plus you get you can play whatever you want you, on the PlayStation. You, you you have everything in one place, so that's never a downer. The fact that's true. That, you know. I don't know. I like Xbox as a brand. I like, you know, like today when we went to the cinema, every second advert was a Sony advert. It was just a quick 10 sec, 10, 15 second clip of something to do with God of War, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I could sit there, I was thinking that, ugh, why, why haven't I seen an Xbox advert? But I think that's mainly because, you know, I've, I've been an Xbox fan for as long as I am. I co host an Xbox podcast. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that. There's no love lost with me with Sony. Uh, there's game I've owned every adaptation of them since, apart from the PS5. So I've had the PlayStation One, Two, Three, Four, Pro. I've had the VR. I've had. I've got two PSPs at the moment. One's correct. One isn't correct. Um, so you know, it's not like I haven't been into the Sony world as well. I have. I just, for whatever reason, I 
much prefer Xbox. All my friends always had Xboxes. Um, so like before the whole cross-play scenario was there, I played a lot of Call of Duty online with other people who were also online via Xbox. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It wouldn't turn out like if that's what Sony did, they came away for it, but they said, hey, look, you can just... All the games that you'd be playing on your Xbox console, you can now play if you own a Sony console. You, you have to just maybe pay. You know, don't change what you pay. That payment will follow. Just you know, log into your Xbox account on your new Sony console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably be okay with that. Yeah, I. You know, I mean, I said I wouldn't, but I probably would. The only reason I've never gotten a PlayStation is because I'm always going to have a Nintendo. I'm all, whatever Nintendo sells, I'm gonna buy. Um. Even if it's a shitty Wii U, um, which actually that wasn't too bad of a console, but whatever. Um, so, so then I have to decide. I'm not gonna get three because I, as I think we can all attest, any listener will attest if listening to me. I can barely handle two. Okay, <laughs> but you could probably argue that I really can't handle two consoles. To be honest, I can't play all the things, all the things I want to play on two consoles. So there ain't no way I'm playing everything I want to play at three. So I just pick one of the two it's always been xbox that i've chosen it's just a better fit for me and uh so there you go so if if that was the case case and there was no xbox would i choose a playstation if it had everything on it yeah yeah i guess i probably would i guess i why not i i, I buy a secondary console now anyways i'm just buying a playstation and now i get all the xbox stuff and if I want to play The Last of Us, which I probably wouldn't, or God of War, which I probably would, or Horizon Zero Dawn, which I definitely would, because that's really up my alley, um, then ch- sure, why why not? Um, but man, to have all those games, oh, geez, it's a nightmare. And that's yeah, analysis I mean, well, paralysis it, more than I can even, like, like it is, it is every... every- for every console gamer, it is, it is their dream to be able to, if you just had one console that played all, like, and I bought into Nintendo as a subscription, or I bought into PlayStation as a subscription, or Xbox, or the ability to have all three and play them all through one console so I didn't have to, like, switch HDMI cables over, I didn't have to faff about with different controllers and different controller layouts, you know, you know, do I buy the cat? Do I buy this disc? Do I have to get this disc? Does this disc work with this? Con- it's just like, pfft. yeah, that would be like every dreamer's every dreamer's game, every gamer's right. dream. Um, <laughs> to to be able to do that. I mean, the other thing I have is the Series X plays Blu-rays, and I have a, most of the Marvel films on Blu-ray up until like the the era of Disney Plus. So now, like, I've stopped buying Blu-rays because I can have everything on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. apart from a select few. So, like, I have the Deadpool's, I have the Spider-Man's, I have my favorite ones on Blu-ray sure. still because people buy them for me. Um, so, like, it's still nice to be able to, to pop a, a, a Blu-ray into the Series X and watch it that way. So it becomes a media center uh, more than anything else. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'd do it. We'd be sad to see it go, but we would... On one hand, we'd be sad to see it go, but on the other hand, it could lead to some really cool opportunities. Definitely. Would would we become Game Pass Plus news? 
If we if we bought a PlayStation to get to Game Passes to get to Xbox's Game Pass, would we have to change our name to Game Pass Plus News? Probably, yeah. Oh, just probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think we would. I don't know. I don't know. There'd be a lot of interesting names you could go along the lines. There is. Of, that's true. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hopefully that doesn't happen though, so, and we can have our Series S and X and uh, uh, have a good. Just continue, continue all the fun. Definitely. So, if that is everything for this week's show, my good sir, I will deliver our outro and Let's do it. Send us on our merry way. So thank you, everybody, for listening. I want to take the opportunity now to shout out to Doctor Strange, Mayfell86, and Kidding Champ for the recent follows on Twitch. That's very, 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 very well thank you and welcomed. Um, if you want to follow us on any of our socials, you can do via Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Everything's at Game Pass News. If you want to send us an email, send in your achievement hunter score can do so by emailing us at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com if you are listening to us via your podcasting app please leave us a review give us some stars beats the algorithm gets us up there gets us noticed and you know makes us make more content uh, if you want to get into the discord where you can chat with me and nick you can chat with everybody that was in the live chat um tonight do so by subscribing to our twitch channel and we will get you your access sorted if you want to buy any merchandise I'm going to buy myself a jumper at the end of this month. You can do so by heading over to redbubble.com, search for Game Pass News, and you'll find our logo and everything that you can purchase in there. Thank you very much to Bruce and ACTK03 and Horacle for being in the chat. It's very nice of you to be there. And until next time, guys, we shall see you later. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Game Pass News.